Welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice. Last time, our heroes made it back to see Master Ganthus, or at least a frozen version of Master Ganthus, and... They and Duskwalker with them went to unfreeze him, and something went wrong. We'll get into exactly what went wrong in a moment, but first let's go through and do a round of introductions here. So first of all, Tabitha, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Jessica. I am playing Tabitha and also Francis, the Wonder... The Wonder Badger. Wonder Badger. I forgot what he was for a second. (laughs) I have lost my mind. That thing over um, there. You what? That thing over there. I yeah. call it Francis. Uh, so, yep. We're hanging out. About ready to uh, get our fight on. Oh? Because I'm sure this is not going to go on, go down well. With everything being active. All right. Well, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, up next is Tegan. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm the uh, other Chris. I play Tegan Stumble Duck. He is a gnome sorcerer, and he's uh, not too happy with the group right now, especially Jathal. And he spent most of last episode pouting in a corner with a frozen Roderick. So Roderick. we'll see. We'll see what happens um, after. This maybe he'll snap out of it, maybe he won't, maybe he'll just pout some more. We'll see. All right, sounds like a plan. Up next, Tormir, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Bran. I'm playing Tormir, the dwarf monk, and I'm currently very glad that I wore my brown robe today. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us why. (laughs) Since we're caving, clearly. Of course, of course. <laughs> All right. Uh, up next, Athir. Do you want to go and introduce yourself? My name's Brian. I'm playing Athir Solaris, an uh, elf fighter here with a nice falchion ready to uh, do some battle. But uh, I'm more concerned about what Tegan might be up to since he likes to flame mechanical objects. So. All right. And last but not least, Jethal, do you want to go and introduce yourself? Absolutely. Uh, my name's Chris, and I play Jethal, um, who's just a, he's just a great guy, knows what he's doing all the time, you know? Great guy. Um, he's a he real is, good guy. He's, he's, he's still struggling with this whole uh, Duskwalker um, thing, but, you know, he's getting through it. All right. So, when we last left off, the time disturbance, or the temporal anomaly as the computer system or the the console system was reading out, uh, just abated, and it abated a bit too far. It looks like it's whatever she was trying to do, and isolated, and she looks up from it, just all the blood is drained out of her face, and she looks up and goes... Oh no, I think it turned off entirely. That is not good. Well, we we don't know that it's not good. 
I mean, it's most likely not good, but uh, we'll, we'll uh, you know, we can, we can, we can deal with it. Um, At which point, Master Ganthus looks up and looks at you guys and goes, wait, how did you, when did you guys get here? Uh, we've been here a little while. Uh, you've been kind of, um, for, for lack of a better word, frozen. Um, you were time locked. We already put the stone in. We need to go get the next one. Where do we go? Time locked? Hold on. Yeah, yeah, right. we don't have we don't have time. The, we're going to get attacked. We're going to go get the next stone. Can you take care of things here? I, I sure. What? I. Right. And so the, my, the console. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I say, Duskwalker here was um, has some special abilities. Um, she comes from a great bloodline. Uh, but she has a uh, <laughs> she has some special abilities that uh, she can stop slash slow time, um, and she had done that to help us. Yeah, I she like presses some buttons on her wrist and. Little smoke comes out of it. She goes, I don't know if I can reestablish that again. I might have to get a new device. Oh. Okay. Um. So we did have the ability. We don't have it anymore. We put the stone in the console, but we got to go. So can you handle things here while we go get the other stone? I thought that the Artimatter was, had, the, or the Artimatter spawn had gotten out. How are you going to get back out? And you happen to look over and you see that that hallway is like pulsating now. As there seems to be waves traveling down it. Told you. What'd you tell us? That this was not going to end well and we should be on the other side of this. I mean... Can you not get past the pulsing? I mean, you can certainly try. Uh, But first, so the console starts reading out... Searching for contained specimens initiated. Found one specimen. Specimen version 1.27 found. Analyzing log history. Analyzing. Analyzing. Log report readout initiated. Print logs? Yes. Previous log entry since last log readout. Specimen version 1.27 has breached containment. Initiating countermeasures. Countermeasures unsuccessful. Initiating secondary countermeasures. Temporal anomaly detected. Temporal anomaly no longer detected. New node detected. Reestablishing containment initiated. Analyzing future. Reestablishment duration. Estimation 322 minutes. Well then. Days is that? Three hundred and twenty-two minutes is. It's fourteen days. Otherwise, we're hosed. It's not fourteen days. That's about five hours. It's five. Yeah, but right, a little bit over five hours. Uh. Hmm. So we gotta we gotta go to the Czar Mountain Range, which is seven days from here. Get the stone and get back. So things are gonna get a lot worse here. You got any ideas, Master Gethus? Well, 
How long is it going to maintain containment once it reestablishes it? After it's done. I don't know. Let's ask the device. The console says, awaiting prompt. Can you tell us how long you can contain once it's reestablished? Assessing. Once containment has been reestablished, containment estimated duration, 662,670 minutes. My abacus with me. (laughs) You would tell me how many days that is. What was the number again? 662,670. 662,670 minutes? Yes. That can't be right. Calculating. Calculating. 460 days? 460 hours? No, 460 days. So a little over a year, it will be able to maintain containment until another node is needed. All right. Okay, cool. That gives us time to work with. That's what it estimates anyway. Sure. I mean, we have no reason to not under, uh, you know, not believe it. So, <laughs> so let's. I mean, go that's find a long a time. <laughs> it sounds like uh, we just need to wait five hours or see what after five hours happens, and then we have like a year, a little over All a right. year. I'm gonna I'm gonna go rest and get my spells get my spells back, I guess. I mean Warning. Specimen attempting to breach containment. Uh well I what? guess we're not gonna be able to rest. <laughs> what what do you mean breach containment? Where? Uh Tell me you, device As you say the word where, you kind of are, it's more just you get the wuh out of where as suddenly wuh. Jathal just kind of gets ripped off his feet and he's hanging upside down. So, oh my god! And there's me. a fleshy tentacle that has him around the uh, the leg. It's a tentacle mounted at the wall and it seems to be bringing him up towards something on the wall. And we are going to go into a skills challenge. Oh my god! Help oh me. goody. Alright, so... Do we have the skills to pay the bills? I don't know, do you? I don't want to be the fails challenge side again. Use somebody else's picture to be failure cha- the failure side. You always use my picture. All right. Well, let's see here. Use Brandon. Hey. hey I resemble that remark. All right. I got the maps all set up here uh, for our tokens. We are using Hup Bottomsworth, or our old Hup Bottomsworth token, as our failure or as our success path. That's ah, great. Let's use him as the failure path. Yay! Yay! And then Francis will be our success path. Yay. We love Francis. All Francis! Right. Francis! Fantastic Francis. Court Tormir is just waiting at the end. Right. He's just waving from the finish line. Alright, so let's see here. Uh, everyone He's go ahead and treats, give me... He's got treats, Francis. He's got treats. Everyone give me an initiative check, please. Everyone remember the rules for our skills challenges. 
you can't use the same one that you used last time, and you can't use the same one that the person before you used. Correct. And critical successes give you a floating reroll, maximum of one at a time. Critical failures cannot be rerolled, and also remove the floating reroll if there is one. All right. So, Athir, what did you roll? I rolled a 21. All right. Tabitha, what did you roll? A 26. All right. Jethal, what did you roll? I clicked on my picture. 21. Why I didn't put it in there? It it did. Uh, 21. Tegan, what did you roll? Six. Six. And Toromir, what did you roll? Good job, Tegan. I rolled an 11. 11. I rolled a one. My modifier's a five. That sucks. You totally ribcaged that. Yeah. Good thing so it wasn't a So this bodes well for the uh, skills uh, challenge. It's pretty yeah, powerful. Yeah, your natural one's out of the way, right? Yeah. Yeah, because he'll never roll in any more of those. Yeah, yeah. Hup, Hup rolled three in one game. I'm hoping I don't do that. Well, I think uh, Hup made a rule that uh, roll 10 natural ones in a row and you get the 11th one for free. <laughs> he tried. He, tried he really sure hard. tried. He sure tried. All right. So, so, oh, go ahead. I don't think that's a deal so, I want. <laughs> what was that, Tormy? So if you're going last, would that mean you drew the short straw? Um, <laughs> uh, he didn't rise to the challenge. Dang. Curse you I all. love that you're still Just shorter than cut me. below the rest. I'm going to get your kneecaps. <laughs> you're going to bite them? I'm going to headbutt them. All right. So, Tabitha, you are up first. So, uh, the, well goal, the goal of this skills challenge is to fend off whatever these things are until something can be done about maybe staving off the tentacles for the next five hours. Seems like the goal is to get me free. No, that's part of it. The goal is to survive, <laughs> is for everyone to survive and you be set up so that way you can hunker down for five hours. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that the goal or is, or do you guys want to change the goal to get out of here? I think the goal is we need to save this place try and fend it off because otherwise we need otherwise we're just we might as well just give up on the world (laughs) if we can't get back down here well if you can't get back down here we can't bring the other stones back down to you know contain that's true whatever there's no point in continuing on with our mission well you got yeah what a little over a year to to enjoy the world go go out and just you know, Live it level up. up on, level up on like little mountain creatures until we <laughs> yeah. hit maximum level, and then we can come back. There you go. Just grind out a few levels and call it yeah. good. You know. Yeah. All right. So Tabitha, uh, we are starting off with you. So, like as I said before, Jathal is dangling upside down, having just been interrupted mid-sentence. What mm-hmm. would you like to do? How far off the ground is he? Probably maybe six, seven feet off the ground. I mean, these are ten foot ceilings. And how tall are you, Jethal? I'm around six foot. 
So his foot is about one foot away from the ceiling. So if he's six foot tall, that puts him seven feet off, so three feet off the ground. So I'm going to uh, fire a arrow at the, um, like, towards the base of it. Would I be able to do that, or should I make... Cause you're going be... to try to fire an arrow off at the uh, the base of the tentacle? Yes. All right. So that sounds like either an athletics or an, or an acrobatics check. Well, let's do a acrobatics, since that's a higher score for me. All right. <laughs> let's see what I got. Woohoo! 24. That is a success. So move your little Francis token up a little bit. Yay, Francis. All right. And yeah, you shoot the tentacle and Jathal unceremoniously thuds down to the ground. But luckily it's a fleshy, fleshy wet ground. Yeah, you, you bounce a little bit on the fleshy, wet, sort of milky, white, what? liquidy ground. I can't, I can't, I can't do an acrobatics check to, I can't do an acrobatics check to make it, you know, so I do a superhero landing. You cannot, because Tabitha just did an acrobatics check. It's hard on the knees. Okay. So, But we are up to you, Jethal, so you have just landed on the ground. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, What do I want to do? It's like a Jethal bounce house. Yeah. Ah, Goodness. It's a bouncy castle. (laughs) Yeah. With a slide. Uh, I mean, there's just this one tentacle coming up right now. Is that all? Or did it uh, retract after this hit at all? That one retracted, but you do see more coming from further down the hall. That haven't ar- arrived down here. A ribbon? They haven't arrived here yet. Are they, like, cutting a hole in the... No, they're coming down. They're, immer- they're emerging from the fleshy hallway. Ah. Man, and this thing can, like, just terraform itself interesting okay that's a little freaky like a, or is it similar to like a pseudopod yeah mm. very much so if you want to think about this this is a fleshy tentacly veiny amoeba that's just kind of taken over the place uh-huh. just trying <laughs> to figure out uh what would make sense uh uh, uh yeah Man, I guess I'm just gonna like I don't know try something athletic like maybe no never mind no that's a bad idea uh, I'm going to uh, try and intimidate the computer to try and uh, speed up its containment time. So you're gonna yell at the computer? Pretty much, yeah. Intimidate? Come on, device! Can't you just? Hurry up and speed up! I need. We need to stop this. It, this is coming for us. Bad. I mean, Chris works in IT, so that usually works when he yells yeah. at the computer. It always Give works. Give uh, percussive it always maintenance, does, right? Yeah, percussive maintenance is always good with computers. TK yeah. Computer. So, all right, go ahead and roll your intimidate check. To nineteen. Nineteen. Nineteen is a success. Woohoo! Ha. So yeah, you yell at the computer and and can you repeat again what you said, dude? I really can't. Okay. 
So you yell at this kid to do something, and it it re- responds back. Secondary countermeasures initiated. And you suddenly see these uh, holes start ripping in the, the fleshy stuff on the sides as these things are burrowing through. These automatons are burrowing through and, like, ripping it apart and, and t- sort of, like, almost filleting the flesh off the walls, or at least starting to, anyway. Yeah! I bet go, it smells fantastic. Go it device thing! Fantastic. You can do it! Save All us. right. Up next is a fear. So these things are being torn off the walls, but there's still more tentacles coming. Is there is there any type of uh, skill like uh, occult or religion or something like that which would tell me what these things are to give me an advantage? Hmm. I forget this uh, between editions. Where did knowledge planes fall under? Does that go under arcana or occult? Does anyone recall? I don't have the skill to recall. Nice. I got nothing. I mean, what's that? It'd be It's occultism. It's a cult? Okay, so it'd be a cult. Alright, I'm gonna try to just try to figure out a best a best course of action knowing what these things are, um, and see if I can push forward with that. How about an eighteen? Eighteen is a success. Yay! Mm-hmm. All right. So, Francis, Francis. I hope so, because <laughs> if it's not, we're all in trouble. <laughs> you, but yeah, you you start kind of trying to recall through your knowledge, and based upon the way that these things are coming out and things like that, and and also the name Artimatter Spawn kind of spurs knowledge that this is some sort of an interplanar or possibly you know similar type of creature. This is actually. So, I'll, I'll tell you this much. You are familiar with the concept of the Terrask, as the you know, singular creatures that are, you know, roam around on planes, usually one, one creature to a plane, that is just this giant monster, you know, the size of a city that just is almost unstoppable. This is, in essence, a Terrask in its infancy okay so this is sort of it's almost probably the correct way is it's fetal form so it's still kind of processing before it would release and or hatch but that's about as much as you can figure out with that role so we're beating up on a baby that doesn't seem right i mean it's a baby monster so Mm, it started it, and it can swallow it us. Technically, we're already in its like little womby thingy, so I'm, I'm ready to get out. I'm okay with this. All right, Tormir, you're up. I guess before Tormir goes, uh, Athia, what do you explain based upon your knowledge to the rest of the group? Okay, um, the Terask you said the Terask yeah. something or other. Oh man, um fleshy thingies. Oh man, I, I don't know how to how to tell the group like how what I learned. I don't know if I learned enough. 
to relay the information. Um, Essentially, it's it's a world-ending thing, but this is its fetal form. It's probably yeah. about what you get out of that. I guess that yeah. I just tell them that apparently this is this is in its infancy, not uh, an adult yet. So um, I think we can we can stop it before it uh, gets any further. Well, that Kill is it. motivating. Stormier, you're up. So in order to defend some of the smaller members of the party from the tentacles, I'm going to uh, use my physical strength to fend off, you know, any would-be attackers. All right. Sounds like athletics. Aren't you like yes, the sir. third tallest person in our uh, our campaign? He is. I think he's actually the second tallest. No, the third tallest. That's right. Second. Because uh, both yeah. Athir and Jathal are taller than you. Okay. But not in spirit. Not in spirit. I mean... Ooh. I rolled a 12. A 12 uh, is not a success. Boo. You, you do have one of your, I believe they're called hero points, that you can spend as a reroll if you'd like. You're one for the day. Uh, yeah, might as well. All right. Ooh. A 23. All right. Nice. That's more better. That is more better. Uh, so, more gooder. More gooder. So oh, with that, okay. you... Stop. You're able to... You, essentially, you leap up, you grab onto one of the tentacles, and pull it away from the rest of the group as it was lunging towards them. Unfortunately, by pulling it away, it wrapped around you. But you're able to... Luckily, it kind of constricted around you, and you just bulged your muscles and broke it like a rope. Oh... Oh yeah, that was the goodest. You hulked it, nice. I swear, and... if you keep this up, <laughs> Tormir smash! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tegan, you're up next. Let's let's Tegan smash. Yeah, so I want to talk to the computer. Oh and God! Uh -oh. See... No smash. <laughs> <laughs> and see. If uh, I can get it to, like, take some of its energy away from, like, the one-year thing and put it towards, like, the what? cutting up of the creatures. What? No! We right. don't need a year. We only need 14 yes, days. Yes, we do need a year. Go, go ahead and roll an Arcana check. Arcana? No. I, don't, I thought you were going to say, like, deception or diplomacy or something. You can roll diplomacy as well. Okay, sweet. All right. Diplomacy. Doo, 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 doo. Oh, this is not going to end well. So, let's see. I got a 20. A 20 is a success. Woohoo! Yeah! And what is exactly is the command that you're issuing? Uh, computer. It's like Scotty. Computer. Could you no? Um. Uh. Hey, device. Can Computer. you can you move some of your energy for the containment for a year and make it a little less and use more power to cut up or uh, to do the countermeasures? Confirmed. Rerouting power. 
At which point you see, you know, all a bunch of these things like the the tubes that are running along the walls from the console like start lighting up, and you see the the flesh kind of burn and smoke away from them, and you hear this rumbling down the hall. At which point, and coming from the walls, and suddenly dozens of these automatons start spilling out and just ripping it apart. Containment reinitiated. Containment estimation time, now, 41 minutes. Sure. What? All right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So the containment time went from 4,000. No, no, five hours. Oh, this, is the, this isn't how long the containment takes. It's how long it takes to initialize. Yeah. So instead of five, five hours and 22 minutes, it's now going to take 41 minutes. Okay, cool. So you reduce the time by rerouting power. Sweet. Essentially, what it did was it created uh, hundreds more of these automatons than it was otherwise going to. Uh, so it is overly attacking the Artimatic uh, spawn. Computer, how long will uh, future containment be? Future containment estimated at 232,670 minutes. So a little bit less than a year. Uh, out of game for those for those of you playing the home game, it's that's 161 days. So you're now down to about five months. Okay, cool. Five-ish months, I guess. So we're gonna need to keep track of how many days we're taking. For... I'm I'm keeping track of that. Sweet. All right. So All who's right. next? We are back to top of the round. Tabitha, you guys, by the way, are at five successes, and so far, no failures. Way to jinx us. DM. You got this. In the bag. So I am going to do another (laughs) acrobatics check. You cannot. What? You cannot use the same skill as you used the previous turn, and you cannot use the skill as the person immediately before you. That's no fun. I am the sad. That is the fun part. Um, uh, can I use uh, a nature check? Sure, how would you like to, to use see that? see its weakness? So, to see if it has any weaknesses that I can exploit to uh, disable it or stall it? Like a poison? You're going to look at its like, structure and based upon what other animals or organisms it looks like, try to figure out what weakness it may or may not have? Yes. Okay. Go ahead and roll nature. Yeah! 24! That's a success. So, looking at it, this honestly does look like a... Uh, similar to some sort of a... Honestly, a gigantic amoeba type thing. And based upon what you know about small creatures like that, that they can the one thing they cannot tolerate very much of is salt. Salt or strong alcohol. Does anybody have a flask? I Dorm- am looking at the dwarf. Tormir, breathe on it. <laughs> nice. I'm a monk. I, I'm not into those sorts of things. 
All right. Up next is Well, Japan. Tegan, you're awfully salty. Dang. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am going to uh, basically uh, so- try and... Yes? I didn't tell you guys what its weaknesses were. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't affect what I'm going to do. Okay. <laughs> you all go, uh, Tabitha, first of all, go ahead and narrate what, what you would have said sure. for the rest of the group. Guys, it's like an amoeba. It is weak to salt and alcohol. Strong alcohol. None of your elven uh, weak wine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you calling weak? That's hitting above the belt, buddy. Yeah. What? Take it, tall person. <laughs> wow. Sure, sure, we'll go with it. Sit down, Shorty. Let the other <laughs> tall people talk. He doesn't need to sit down. He's already pretty close to the ground as is. <laughs> we apologize for anybody who is sensitive about their height. For those who are listening and playing the home game. Right. <sighs> oh, what else? So what I am going to do... <laughs> is use my ray of frost and just try and freeze any of these tentacle things that are coming up. Okay. That so, sounds good. That sounds like an arcana check. Absolutely. Freeze. I ter- I do a terrible Schwarzenegger. A 15 is not a success. Yeah, I'll use my hero point. Okay. 22. 22 is a success. Nice. All right. You are one success away from victory and no failure so far. You guys are doing good. Uh, so, yeah, you suit your frost ray at some of them. One of them hits, instead of a tentacle, hits a, kind of the main mass of it. Freezes a bunch of, you know, area on it. But the tentacle seemed unaffected at first. And then as one gets really close to you, you freeze it right before it gets to you. And it's probably... Inches away from your face before it freezes in place. And then I smack it and it crumbles. It does. Excellent. Up, up next is Athir. So can I grab these two tentacles? How, like, how long are they? They are of varying length. I mean, some of them are you know, only a couple feet long and there are others that are maybe... You know, almost 10 to 15 feet long. You know, coming in from around the next hallway. Um, let me think here. Uh, can I, like, grab them and, like, try to tie them together in a knot? I, I'm watching the video here. I think we might have killed Chris. <laughs> he is laughing so hard. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Athir. Uh, can can uh, I t- uh, grab the tentacles and tie them into a knot to prevent them from attacking people? You absolutely can. You can even, in fact, tie them in a bow. Awesome. All right, go ahead. I believe that's an athletics check. All right. How about a 22? 22 is a success. I wish you guys could see Chris right now. Those of who are playing the at-home game. I, I think he muted his microphone so we can't hear him laughing. It would be amazing to hear him laughing right now. 
All right, so a fear grabs the the tentacle and ties it into a bow. Hooray! Oh, listeners, I really wish you could see Chris right now. He is hyperventilating, laughing. Um, as you tie it, you guys gotta read the chat. Oh, after this, okay, uh, the, keep the, going. The listeners can't see the chat. Okay, yeah, but well, never mind. <laughs> but it's still. <laughs> oh my! All right. So anyway, so yeah, you grab the tentacles, tie them in a bow, and it, you kind of tie a, a couple of them together and they pull against each other. Uh, as they are almost about to tear each other off in the wall, the rest of the automatons that are going through kind of finish off the last of the, the, the things, and suddenly all the skin starts stops moving and starts turning gray. And you realize it's it's been maybe half an hour now that you've been fighting these things. And at this point, uh, it says containment established at 80% effectiveness. And a short Computer, bit later, what does that mean, 80% effectiveness? That could... Oh, go ahead. It means let's go. Containment established at 81% effectiveness. Containment established at 82% effectiveness. I mean, that's better than zero. And then eventually it counts all the way up until uh, at the end of the time limit. Containment established at 100% effectiveness. And you see most of the tissue that's on the walls is entirely gray and... uh, just, you know, not moving at all. We did it, guys! Hooray! Alright, let's get out of here. Oh. <laughs> uh, I think Chris needs a moment there. Wow. Oh. <laughs> uh, man. Uh. So special. Yes, so special. Um, special episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Oh, crying. So, can, oh. do you think we can? Do you think we can rest here? <laughs> I don't know. I can't rest here anymore. I gotta go. I can't rest inside this fleshy tunnel. You. You walk uh, as as you see. Uh, Roddick kind of walk up from the side alcove, and he is just. Covered head to toe in this milky white fluid, and it's and he's just like, oh my god, what happened? <laughs> oh we did we we got the containment. It it we, it's better. It's better now. What's we took better? care of the problem. It's all everybody sticky. can relax now. It, it may be sticky at the moment, but you clean up. It's fine. Uh, I need you don't to... <laughs> don't want to know. <laughs> oh boy! Oh. <laughs> so uh, I we've got the other crystal in, but I think we should get out of here. This is uh, it's I don't know how safe it is. It's gonna uh, be seems safe because all get out now. Containment oh. percent. Well, I'm glad we got the crystal in. Yeah. Knock on the device and say, "Device, can you tell me uh uh how long you can contain this again?" 
was 120 days, right? And payment can be maintained at this point for 232,670 minutes. Excellent. I just wanted to make sure it didn't change. 232,669 minutes. All right. Thank I don't you. think Thank we you. need a countdown. We, we don't need a countdown. Thank you. We appreciate it. We appreciate what you're doing there, computer, but, uh, you know, ongoing second countdown, not helpful. Master Ganthus, do you know anything about these uh, Tsar Mountains that we're going to for the uh, next jewel? The at the foot of the Tsar Mountains is the city of Malatun. Uh, what's what's special about Malatun? Well, it was a city that was built on top of a of a former dwarven kingdom. Uh, I, I don't know the name of the dwarven kingdom, but it was it, I know it was known for its uh, mining. Oh, did, they, of, did they call it a mine? They they did in fact call it a mine. Um, no, the uh, so the spelling of Malatun is M A L A T U N, and there's a little like uh, angled upwards thing over the U. Wouldn't it be an umlaut? Oh no, it's like the the three two thirds of a triangle over the U. Mm. The carrot. Yeah, carrot. I I don't I know what the actual character is called. I know carrot is the, the uh, two thirds of a triangle on its own, but yeah. Um, so the residents of Malatune, I know that they refer to the city as Lantern City. So it's they built as opposed to most civilizations, they built down into the into the abandoned mines as opposed to across the the land. Um, so, so they built that city on rock? Yeah. And roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice play. But they so the what I know about it at least from from the Gnomish stories that I've heard from a long time ago is there's the Silver Streams River that always ran nearby and I guess at some point it was rerouted into the the mines. I don't know when or, or what the history of that is, but a bunch of gnomes and humans and I think a few dwarven allies uh, using feats of engineering and in some cases pure stubbornness were able to drain the water from beneath the mines, thus allowing the river to flow into and then through and back out of the underground city. As a result... This city was reestablished, and it was named Malatun after the first human merchant king that ruled it. I don't know of any dwarves, or very many dwarves at all, that still live in the city. Um, if there are any, they probably just there out of sheer stubbornness, I'm guessing. So the river that, or the stream that's nearby, it is called the Silver Stream? Yes, the Silver Streams River. Is it a stream or a river? Uh, it's, uh, it's more of a waterfall now. It, it's, it's, it's a medium-sized river itself. It used to be a smaller river until it was, uh, until I guess it was, I, I guess, I don't know. It's a full-sized river. Hmm. But I know it used to be called the Silver Streams, but it's not a stream. Uh, but it's, is there, it was, is there an inn nearby it? I have no idea. Would that be called the Silver Streams Inn? 
It very uh, likely would be. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Mm. So that's like, um, uh, but but it's about seven days out. Is that correct? Roughly uh, seven days, I believe. Yeah, roughly seven. A little over seven days. I think it's like seven days and a few hours. Okay. Uh, by by there, on horseback. Do you know a place where we can get horses? Uh well, I guess how many people were up and about on in Encanavis? Did this? I, I know I was down here trying to do everything I can to maintain as much containment as I could until I guess time apparently froze. Uh, but I don't know what the damage was up above. So if there's still people here, then there should be horses. But I, I, I have no idea. Oh, yeah, I guess we need to check up top and make sure all the enemies were contained up top too. wonder if the containment was just here in this cavern or the containment extended to the above ground too. By the way, Tormir, quick question for you. Is your tattoo visible at the moment? No. Um, the other thing that, uh, he explains is, you know, they, most people refer to it as Malatune, but those who live there call it Lantern City. The mines went pretty deep when the dwarves owned it and and lived there. But since they have since abandoned it, the humans and the gnomes built out structures pretty much to fill all the space below. And it goes, you know, probably close to half a mile under the ground. And it's so there's buildings down, and there are people who live their entire lives in darkness. And they, the roads and the streets and the buildings are all illuminated with lanterns, giving the city its nickname. Cool. Uh, but there's there's a lot of feats of engineering. There's there's a pretty sizable gnome community in Malatun. So generally, most uh, most of the world's better. Uh, Artificers have either have trained there or have trained with someone who did train there. Anything else about the city we should know about? I have not been there in a long time, so any contacts I might have likely aren't there anymore. So I, I don't I don't have much use. To, to help you with. Um, oh, I do have this though. And he kind of goes through and like folds over some dead flesh that had fallen over and grabs a small um, bag and hands it to probably Tegan. Cause that's the one who's asking the questions right now. And what goes, is it? inside here. So this is a module that the console here was able to build with uh, my guidance. This should give you a rough direction, but not distance to the, a, the closest stone to you. Okay. So one thing to be aware of is if you are currently in possession of a stone, um, yeah, obviously it will always detect that. So if you have one, it's going to be difficult to use it to find another. Okay. I'll call it the stone stone finder. Uh, it's th- this what th- that's not what this does on its own. It installs on the module that I sent with Teak to give to you guys. Do you still have that? Teak goes, I gave it to him. 
module. The the thing oh. that you use to communicate back to. Yes, I have that. So you should be able to plug this into that, and it should be able to be used to. Uh, I hold up my hand to Tegan, please. I ta- I take it and um, I'll put the two no, together. No, I'm that. I'm holding my hand out, asking you to give me the thing that he just gave you. Well, I didn't understand. I snatched the module and I put it together. I didn't actually pull it out of my pocket. Oh, you didn't put it in your hand? He just pulled. He just held out his hand. It sounds like. Correct. Oh. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna go for that after the the whole thing with the not trusting what I said thing. I'm not gonna. As you guys are going back and forth on this, <laughs> you you guys notice that Duskwalker has started walking away. Who noticed? Uh, like whoever wants to have noticed. I don't want to notice. So what does that mean? Then you don't notice. <laughs> I want to notice. All right. So she's she just kind of like seems like every, if you look at her face, it kind of is a look of I think things are under control and I'm gonna leave type thing. Hmm. But she doesn't say anything. Are you not gonna say goodbye to your daughter? What? She she's leaving? What? Where are you going? You can't tell. I I'm. Sorry, what I was a little distracted. What kind of father distracted. are you? So negligent. Bad one. I'm not a father. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> so you, she turns and she goes, yeah, I, well, I figured you guys had things under control and, and I am needed elsewhere, so um, I, I will find you again. But, uh, the, the, don't forget to tell me next time that I need to come back here and stop time. I will try my best to know that. Wow. Being, being royalty, uh, just all seems to have problems with words. Hope you get your time thingy fixed on your wrist. Oh, I, I, mean, I think this one's burned out. I think I just need to get a new one. I'm a okay. little flustered. Have fun with your time thingy. Okay. Um, and she uh, she turns and then come runs back and gives Jathal a big hug again, kind of almost full tackling Jathal. And I I kind of I don't know what to do at first, but then I kind of slowly also wrap my arms around her. Okay. She gives you a quick. Oh, go ahead. Is it the kind of hug like this is the last time I'm ever going to get to see you type of hug? No, nah, uh, maybe she. She. I mean, doesn't know. Well, and my hug is I don't know if I'm going to see her again, right? So, yeah, like no one really knows. It's kind of this is all more or less in flux. So, she well, I thought she, I she, thought she's from the future, so she might know, you know, something about uh, Jethal's future. Wow, you're going to say I'm going to die? I mean, we all die sometime. Uh, I guess, yeah. I can't tell you guys anything. If I tell you, <laughs> it, it contains things. So I was just saying, do I perceive any type of thing, the uh, way she's acting? Uh, it's, it's, she, she doesn't want to say goodbye, but she has to. 
is kind of the the intent. It might be that she's worried that she's never going to see Jethal again, or maybe she's not. It's she's a really hard person to read. You guys still don't even know her true name. True. It's true. All we know is Dustwalker. So she uh, she gives you a quick uh, kiss on the cheek and then quickly turns and runs away. Bye-bye. Cool. All right. You just lost your daughter, I guess. I can let you have the module. So I give the module to Dustal. I'm still I, just kind of standing there watching as she's running off down the hallway. So she makes it around the corner, you lose sight of her. Okay. I'm like, okay. All right. Um, what are we? What are we doing? What are we doing again? Here's the module, so you can put the two things together. Oh. Oh. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Thank you. I think. I thank you, Tegan. I take the other device out and. How does this go together? Uh, give me an Arcana check to see if you can figure it out. Rolled an eighteen. That's good enough. Yeah, you figure out there's there's a couple like plugs that are of certain shapes that you're able to plug in and then it snaps together. Ah, yes, this way. Click. And uh, you you see it has enough charge to activate one function a day. So you can either send ascending or you can locate direction towards uh, the nearest stone. Got it. Okay. And Whoa, uh, write that down. I need a Oh. I need to take a nap. Uh, Master Ganthus explains, I think that it will still locate the stones that are here that are still that are on the console itself, so it's not until you get far enough away from them that you'll start detecting the stone that you're heading towards. Oh. So how do we improve that functionality? I can certainly work on that. That would be, that would be appreciated. All right, so I suggest we get a good night's sleep and then travel out in the morning. I mean, where are we going to sleep? I yeah. do not really want to uh, sleep down here. Yeah, I'm going to go topside. I want to go topside and see how it's doing, see if the town's getting better, if the stuff got away, or if they're still suffering or something's going on up there. You guys go back topside again. You go past all the stuff you came through on the way down here, the crystal creatures that are, and a whole bunch of automatons. There's swarms and swarms of these things. They're not bothering you at all, but you see swarms that are going by carrying tentacled creature corpses and things like that, just carrying it off. And the bigger ones are just incinerating them on the spot until they're just piles of ash. And the eventually you get out topside. A the moment the first one of you makes it topside, this automaton, the flying one, just buzzes right by your head, like almost clipping you and carrying a large bear with tentacles, a corpse of a bear with tentacles on it. Um, and oh, good. More or less, though, it looks like the whatever these automatons are are doing a really good job of cleaning up the city and, and in pretty quick time, too. And there's a lot of there. The, the people are starting to come out of the buildings and are very confused and concerned about all these automatons running around. 
Let's. I'm going to the inn and see if I can find a place to crash. Which, which inn are you going to? Uh, nuts, you're going to ask me that. Was this the one with the three inns? No, this isn't the one with the no, three that inns. Was, that was no. Nishtun. That was Nishtun. Nishtun, yeah. Uh, well, how many inns do I know about? Uh, you know of two. <clears throat> okay. Which one's in my price range? Um, <laughs> probably the, the, cro- the crossed swords. All right, I'll go to the crossed swords then. What kind of uh, inn is it? It's kind of a pretty laid back. There's not a lot of rooms at it. Um, probably only like 20 rooms at this particular inn. Uh, it's got a large central gathering area with lots of tables. It looks like there's places to play cards, although there's no one playing cards there at the time. There is a bartender and a wench uh, standing behind the the bar, and they are both very spooked by whatever is going on. Walk up to him and say, hey, uh, can we get a room for the night? Sure. Uh, how much are they? Rooms run two coppers a night. Okay. How many uh, rooms do you have available? Uh, all of them. All right. <laughs> pay, pay two copper and... Go crash. Yep. The whole group uh, gets rooms, I assume, and goes and spends the night and plans to set off on their adventure tomorrow uh, off to Malatune. So we will catch up with them next time when we get together on their travels. So thanks, everyone, for listening again to this episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice. Please subscribe to us. We're out there on Spotify iTunes, and several others. I believe Google Play and uh, Podcast Addict are some others. Most of the major ones we're on. Uh, Tell your friends, tell your family, tell anyone else. And uh, reach out to us on Facebook, Discord. Uh, You can send us an email if you have any questions. If you ask us a question, we'll we'll read it on air in future episodes and try to answer them if we have time. Uh, And you can reach us by email at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. So until next time, keep gaming, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice. Reach out to us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper, Pencil, Dice.